ladies and gentlemen. Both ladies and gentlemen. Uh, sometimes we just welcome the ladies, sometimes just the gentlemen. No, we always no, welcome we always, both. We That's right, both I get confused. Always. It's, not, right. it's not ladies night or, <laughs> or guys night. Or Is it Taco Tuesday? Uh, it's, a, it, it's a Wednesday. I was trying to think the other day, by the way. Oh, welcome to the oh, program. Yeah, welcome to the this, is, <laughs> this is like trees walking. Um, I am Mike Nelson. I am uh, David Berge. And um, this is the podcast where, what, what's our tag? What's our new tagline for episode 108? <laughs> we have to nail this down. Mm-hmm. Where we talk about the most important things in life, but we do it in a lighthearted way. We welcome all to join the conversation about the most important things in life. Exactly. That's well, our pithy one paragraph description. Yep, we want if you're if you're interested in those big questions, if you're on the journey, whether you're a, you know, a person of faith or a skeptic or, you know, no faith at all. We we, we want to uh, be having these important conversations. And I think one of the things that I've discovered or I think for myself as we've kind of gone on is like what's the value of this talking that we're doing? I mean, it's fun for you and I to do, but maybe like people get to eavesdrop on a conversation that they wish they could overhear or a question that they want to ask but like don't know how to do it so we're just doing it for you right exactly and we've got an exciting show as always yes. uh, a big topic and then we have uh, drum roll please we have a new department oh this is exciting i don't even want to give it away i think we'll just keep that a secret and with a new department comes a new theme and this Mike, uh, a couple episodes ago, you might remember that Mike was shamed for just singing, um, we have no theme song today. And it was very controversial. Um, Mike took that to heart. Uh, he, wait, wait, I, I think there's a bit of editorializing here <laughs> that I was shamed. I felt I acquitted myself very nicely in that. We will leave that to the audience, um, to the audience to determine. Uh, but I was, I was, I <laughs> go, was Go back and check out that episode. <laughs> exactly. If you have any feedback, uh, go to... Uh, uh, like treeswalkingpod.com and uh, and uh, send a shoot us an email. Please do. Uh, hey, before we get started, this is what I was going to say. Then I realized oh, that sorry, we had to tell people. <laughs> no, no, we we probably should before we do this minutia. Right. But right, I was right. trying to think the other day. Um, I uh, my wife, she gets excited about if there's a meal theme. You know, she just likes the fact that she's going to know what's, you know, so sort of like the, the lunchroom thing, Taco Tuesday. Okay, yeah, Taco Tuesday. Like and that. I said, what if what if we set up a, what if we implemented a structure? What, so then what is it, what happens, so it's Monday, what happens on Monday? And then, you know, you got to have a rhyming thing, because like two for Friday or something. What's uh, two thirsty for fr- Thursday? Thursday? So I guess we have no food that day. We just, just all liquids or just alcohol all liquids or, smoothie or, or blended or smoothies. Uh-uh. So it just seems like there should be more. Day, like every day should be covered. And and as I thought about it, I thought, wow, really only Taco Tuesday and Thirsty Thursday are covered. So, Those are the only ones that are firmly entrenched. There is a move towards a, uh, which is this isn't very exciting, but the Meatless Monday. Meatless I've Monday. Well, at least that's a theme. Yeah, that's, it's a that's, theme. Yeah, all it's right. a theme. A Meatless Monday, a Taco Tuesday. If you have ideas for Wednesday and Friday, also Saturday and Sunday are still in the mix. So if you have <laughs> any ideas, please flood our inbox yes. with suggestions. Or you or... could, you know, follow the uh, at LTW Pod Twitter, and you could tweet at us. Oh, the, uh, so many ideas! Or you could go to the Like Trees Walking Facebook page and post on our Facebook wall. These are all the ways that you can provide us with positive interaction. Um, you for see our what, ideas. what you did there is. You smuggled some information into the conversation, mm, which mm, leads us mm. to our main theme today. The title of this program is what? The title for this program is Beware 
of smugglers because some, Mike, it ha, something's been bothering him recently. Just I've noticed the way he's been, his expression, the way he's been interacting I, I, it was with just, the world. I got a little bit Richard Lewis. <laughs> I was, I'm just frustrated. Yeah. Or maybe something's I'm, bothering you. Something's stuck I'm, in I'm, your... Or maybe I'm more like a Jay Leno. Yeah, there's these guys that uh, something's bugging me. You know, I just got a beef. There's something in your craw. It's, it's stuck in your craw. I want to dislodge it from your craw. Uh, I'm saying I've never said the word craw so many times right. in a short period. But Mike, what is stuck in your craw? Who is smuggling what? Like, like what is what is happening that is bothering you? Uh, first question before we dive in: What is a craw? Is that a, on a bird? Like, does a bird have a craw? I don't know. It would be ironic if a crawfish did not have a craw, but a bird did. But we'll leave that for another time. <laughs> but that one. also relates to what this, here's where my beef come from. Right. Let's lay it out. Let's yep. delay no further. Yep. Uh, this has happened many times, but I was watching a nature show and um, they were talking about a snail or a parasite that infected a snail, mm-hmm. took over its mind and caused it to run up to the highest point of the tree, which these snails do not like to do normally. They sit underneath the canopy. Yes. Uh, which causes birds to come and eat it, causes the birds to defecate into a river where the parasite starts all over with some sort of stork or... I, I don't know. Anyway, it was a long, complicated thing. And in the course of it, what they smuggled in was a philosophical notion that the parasite somehow caused all this to happen because they kept saying... But he came, this parasite came up with a brilliant scheme right. to get his eggs into the, to move on to the next generation. They developed, they kept using these words, developed, came up with, invented. And I thought to myself, wait a minute, you guys are, are most of these guys in the nature world are pure materialists. Yes. I, I think that's a generalization that we can make without. I, I think it's, I think it's fair that that's the predominant view. If you're watching National Geographic Channel or you know, Nova or some nature show on PBS. You know, that's what you're going to get is a, is a pure materialist understanding of the world. I accept that point. Absolutely. Okay. So, but then in the course of this thing, all of those words, that's where the smuggling occurs. They're smuggling in philosophical concepts that say that someone came up with or someone, something, some agent developed these things, whether right. it be the snail or occasionally it says that nature came up with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And these are inventions. And, and, and this is a philosophical notion. And all I want people to, to do is notice what's happening here. It's the pure materialist. Is, it's smuggling in a concept that is basically not their own, one that they wouldn't even ascribe to, and then putting that out there to explain how this came about. And you're supposed to just, as the listener, of course, you just go, oh, that seems like a neat scheme that that snail came up with but that's not how it works on their view right 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 so if i if i'm hearing you correctly what what you're saying is that there it, and it slides by it goes by so quickly and easily that you wouldn't even notice unless you sort of right. stopped and thought about it but that within this whole process um what's being ascribed to a, a parasite right like a very simple single-celled organism with no brain or intelligence or anything is that within this whole system, you know, to the individual members, um, even uh, very simple things like parasites, 
is being ascribed agency and intelligence right. and purpose. Um, so, or even to the whole system of quote unquote nature, it's like a capital N nature that has this plan that it sort, sort of wants to play out. Now, it, you know, if a theologian were to come to the table and talk about, you know, purpose and like uh, teleology, that's the classic sort of philosophical word that like each thing has a purpose and an end which it's supposed to fulfill or or there's such thing as like providence, you know, God's sort of overarching like governance of, of the universe so that certain things happen and occur, there would be a strong objection to saying like, you can't do that. There's no greater overarching purpose. Um, there's no greater overarching agency. Like this stuff just happens. So how yeah. can you go from just happens to um, nature as an almost deified process, I guess? Right, and, and you could sort of, uh, you could let them slide with the fact that it's shorthand for their version of the world came up with, but you still have to explain the came up with, especially comical in the in the the, the uh, parasite thing. Like, so there was a parasite that existed, and it was getting its low numbers on its children getting in. So it went like, you know what? I got to sit down with my sketch pad. I got, I got to come up with a new plan. I'm going to infect a snail and make it climb to the top. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's what do you think, idea. Carl? Well, Carl the parasite. Yeah. How are we going to get to the bird? How how do we get to the bird poop so that it goes in the river? We we need, we oh, need a plan. Oh, that's right. We need, to, we need an even bigger plan here. Couldn't yeah, there, what couldn't if? There, couldn't there have been a simpler plan? Yeah, and that's the kind of agency they just lightly give to a parasite or anything but but yeah they do it in a broader sense too that nature came up with this plan it it reminds me a bit of uh, the movie jurassic park and there's a classic line in there could Life. you first before you do okay. it could could you welcome me to jurassic park welcome to Jurassic Park. Thank you. Now I feel welcomed. And now, please go ahead. With okay. Your... And uh, this is another, sorry, sort of rabbit trail that I'm going to go aside when it comes to Jurassic Park. There's a great YouTube video. I got to like, I'll tweet this out or, or share it on the Facebook page. It's like a five minute song mix of Jeff Goldblum laughing in the helicopter with his like, kind of like, <laughs> and it's like very creepy and disturbing, but also great. Oh, he's he's a, a gold mine for that kind of meme stuff. Oh, he's he's yeah. a he's a very active uh, actor, a very uh, hyper actor. And folks, a little bit of foreshadowing here, but I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna delve further. But um, yeah, that there's this this famous line where it's sort of like you know they 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 lose control, of course, of Jurassic Park. You know the the best laid plans kind of our constraints go out. But there's this great line sort of near the beginning, I think, where he says, "Life finds a way." And it's this like capital L life, you know, that it's this almost sort of pseudo divine force um, that has an agency or a mind of its own. And so, uh, so like that reminds me of that thing, sort of nature has a way, life finds a way that there's a, that though it seems like a straightforward statement, there is a philosophical like world undergirding that. They're, they're smuggling. It's smuggling. You're smuggling. You can't just smuggle it in. Like, and it's and if you're gonna smuggle, like, just be honest and and have the have the argument. You know, lay it all out on the table. Don't right. just smuggle. Right. That's our my goal here when I suggested this to to Mr. Berge was uh, was very modest. It's just that you notice these things when this comes up. You don't. I'm not making the argument. I'm not even defending my side or their side i'm just saying 
they're they're mixing philosophical terms or they're they're sort of uh, you know putting them under their coat and then they're just sort of giving you a little peek of them and expecting you to just go oh well, that that looks legitimate but uh, but it's not they they haven't explained their worldview so it, let's take the uh, the view of the the snail uh, parasite okay uh, on the materialist view what do they have to show. Um, and I'm springing this on you, but you, you know, to, to you know their worldview in a pure materialist worldview, uh, they would have to demonstrate that this process happened by random chance, mm-hmm. and that I guess is the difference. We're talking about randomness versus came up with. It implies no randomness. That implies a plan. Right. There's, you don't come up with randomness. Yeah. How do you deal with sort of a, a seeming sense of like purpose and purposefulness? Versus, yeah, pure happenstance, chance, um, accident. You know, I mean, that's a, a, a large bifurcation. And that's not to say that, you know, um, we haven't even touched on sort of the compatibility between, like, a- evolution and, uh, you know, uh, uh, faith. You know, that's a whole other thing. But, yes. and, and I don't think, you know, they're not, uh, uh, spoiler alert, like, I don't think they're incompatible at all in certain versions of them. But it's the philosophical thing behind it, like, are you willing to address and deal with the problems to your view when you oppose when you propose a pure materialistic, purely random happenstance universe with systems that seem to show a high degree of like purpose behind them? Like you have to acknowledge that that is a challenge to your philosophical presuppositions that you're bringing to the table. So it's not to say that those problems are insurmountable, but you have to at least acknowledge them and deal with them. Right, like the the pejorative, the god of the gaps, is that idea that uh, there are those who claim that, well, if we don't know what it is, well, that was God, because we can't figure it out. Well, there is an evolution or a materialism of the gaps where they do this smuggling of other things. Yes. They have not demonstrated that this happened in any way other than that, but they smuggle that in and say... It just, it happened because he wanted it to. <laughs> yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. And, and there there must be a re- you know, like there must be a reason. There must be an explanation why this thing we don't really understand. Like it, it, the evolution of the gaps is always like, well, it must confer some sort of survival advantage, you know, um, that there's a gap there that you can't explain. So you just, you know, say, well, this other, this system we already have explains everything else. So it must explain this too. But that too is itself kind of a filling in the gaps of things and sort of a just so story. I will say that I think when it comes to like this, this philosophy and saying that, you know, there's no such thing as sort of, you know, pure science or something like that, that there's always a, a metaphysical, a, a philosophical system undergirding it. Um, and that's not a flaw. That's that's okay. That there's folks like uh, I'm going to invoke again the name of the great Neil deGrasse Tyson, who when he was talking out and he was doing some Q and A about like what people should study in college, and he's like, I don't really know if you should study philosophy. And it, I think his exact quote was like, that kind of stuff just like messes you up, <laughs> as if it's like you know asking these hard questions. Um, and, you know, unearthing sort of your uh, presuppositions or your foundations, like, you know, reasoning back from first principles and examining those critically is like a bad thing or a dangerous thing. You know, basically he's like, ah, eh, that's just a bunch of navel gazing. Like, I bleeping love science, you know? <laughs> Done, yeah. Yeah, right. and and to me that's a that sort of denigration of philosophy is like sadly not uncommon. Right. Well, hopefully this puts a stone in the shoe. That was my beef. Uh, 
Beef, beef Friday? No, <laughs> Beef Friday won't work. That, no, that was my uh, my problem with that smuggling thing. And hopefully it just, I don't know, that you notice it. That was my modest goal that you simply notice when this is happening. Again, not making the arguments, no, no. not fighting against them or for them, just saying that you're, you're taking things out of categories and shoving them where they don't belong, and you're doing it sort of slyly. Yes, and I feel like what you're saying is sort of like the, hey, that that tall person in the trench coat might actually be three kids stacked on top of each other. And so well, he's wearing sunglasses. He looks pretty cool. He seems legit. Exactly. Yeah. But just realize there might be some smuggling might happening. Be some smuggling. Yes. Well, we will uh, talk a little bit further about it after this break. We will, of course, unveil our new department. So exciting. And All right. our new theme song. So we'll be back after this. Yes, coming soon. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Like Trees Walking podcast. Uh, We hope that you enjoy it and you find the conversation fruitful. Um, If you like it, could you do us a favor? There's a couple great things you could do. One is go to iTunes or wherever you get the podcast and uh, rate us and review us. That really helps other people find us. So especially if you could review it, that really helps other people find it. Other thing you can do is uh, you can follow us on social media. So we have a Twitter account, LTWPod on Twitter, at uh, LTWPod. Um, on Facebook, there is the Like Trees Walking podcast Facebook page. That's just a way for you to interact with us. Um, we also post uh, links to some interesting stuff we talk about here sometimes and a little bit of uh, extra bonus, you know, type of swag. So, like, we'll post videos or pictures of stuff that we're doing as we're recording. So just a cool way for you to keep up with us. And as always, you can go to liketreeswalkingpod.com where all the episodes are. Um, our biographies are and a little bit about uh, what we're doing so thanks so much for listening Um, help us spread the good word oh joy this is a lovely piece Mike what tell the people what we're listening to that is a uh, string quartet version of Into the Mystic the great Van Morrison, and bef- uh, during that, you also heard the mellifluous tones of Dave Berge. Oh, yeah, Pro- promoing, doing some great promoing. That Pro- was some top-notch promoing. That was that was my best work after my earlier attempts at smuggling it into what was supposed <laughs> to be just the introduction to the show. Uh, before we get to, I think what everyone was here to to listen to, the new department. Yes, we probably should sum up what we talked about earlier. All right, Mike. So it's your turn now. To wrap it up, put a bow on it, package it, give it something that the people can can take. Give them a takeaway. Yeah. yeah. A little swag bag. Here's a little something. Yep, yep. Oh, those are all loathsome terms. But (laughs) But nevertheless, they are useful for our purposes. (laughs) Yeah, well, here's the deal. All right. So if you have a philosophical stance, stand by it, live with it, you know, uh, and stand behind it. And don't smuggle in terms from other other people's philosophies, especially at the same time you're denigrating their philosophies. Exactly. I respect pirates more. They come into your face and they take your stuff and they go, Arr, and they have <laughs> daggers and, they, and then it's like, you know what they want. You know what they're up to. But smugglers are sneaky and mm-hmm. they come in and they're just not, you know, like the Godfather says, you could be a man. When you steal my philosophical concepts. Exactly. There. Come in, take them, steal them, show what you're doing. Don't be a sneaky snook. 
Uh, that's what Sneaky they say. Snook Saturday. <laughs> that would be one of our food. That, I got that one. My my children uh, love. They're not as much in love with it anymore. Uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. It's like a Disney show. Oh yeah. I and they always say they say Captain Hook is a sneaky snook. Oh, that's the worst insult ever. So it's like, yeah, Captain Hook, be a real pirate. Yeah. Don't just be a sneaky snook. Yeah. Come and get it. Come and get me gold doubloons. Wow. You went full pirate there. I did, and I'm not ashamed <laughs> to go full pirate. No half pirate for me. I'm not smuggling pirate in. I'm going full pirate. So, yeah, as, as Mike's saying, uh, be honest. Don't smuggle. If, if you think your, your ideas can stand on their own two feet, well, then, man, let them stand. Yes. Let it be. All right. All right. Uh, we got a little too, woo, things got really testosterone so, in know, here. Like, <laughs> we need to calm down here. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's calm down with our next and newest department. So excited to Normally, this. if you're a faithful listener, uh, you will know what this is all about. If you are not a faithful listener, uh, there's usually a spot where I put Pastor Dave Berge on the spot and uh, give him a quiz. Well, that department is taking a little vacation, and we're here with a new one, and we have a new theme song, so let's not delay any further. I'd just like to note that, once again, Mr. Dave Berge is on the spot. At least we've kept that yes, part of that, the... Yes, that is consistent. <laughs> but, Mike, it stopped, it stopped delaying. With no further ado, our newest department and its theme song. Take it away! Explain that meme! Yeah! Okay, break it down now. Explain a meme now. <laughs> Sarcastic Wonka. Yeah. All right, right. Yes. You are the master of fun. Explain that meme. Uh, with, uh, with pleasure after Woo. that theme song. So, uh, Mike has, to- I think we can all safely say Mike has totally redeemed himself after his uh his uh no theme song episode he came back and he came back stronger than ever can i just say it was uh it was like three weeks of work to just go into the studio and like <laughs> record those horns and mike does every instru- he does every instrument himself oh i had he's to like learn a- how to play a horn my get my embouchure back in shape and uh, oh it was- he's like a modern day shugiotis but i but that I could- makes any sense to anyone <laughs> but i could not let you down so i i had to come up with a theme so oh, there it is beautiful work mike all now right. you don't let me down mm-mm, mm-mm, you explain mm-mm. that meme first of all explain <laughs> what explain that meme is then explain a meme, then explain the meme. Okay, so if you're, so there's a lot of meme-splaining going on. But, okay, so first of all, if you're wondering what a meme is, it's spelled M-E-M-E, like meme but it's pronounced meme. And a meme is, I would say, the way that it, you know, whatever, blah, 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 who knows its origin. But basically, the way I'm talking about memes is a, a meme is kind of an, a viral inside joke on the internet. A shareable Either picture, sound file, something, yeah. Usually yeah. a picture, but, yeah. but not always. And so, like, a like GIF an... or a... <laughs> a... Did you say GIF? Oh, yeah. Didn't you know GIF yeah. is back in favor, no, man? No, 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 no. Yeah, GIF, sit down. GIF, GIF, no, GIF, 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 GIF. Maybe our next department should be GIF versus GIF. <laughs> and then we'll just fight to the death. Yeah, exactly. All our ball on the cross. So it's, uh, no, no, no. So a, a meme is like, and like an inside joke, it's kind of one of these things where if you're not in on the joke, you're like this makes no sense. Why do people think this? Yeah, why do people think this is funny? Why why are they doing this? So, an internet-based inside joke that is shareable and viral, and also like 
manipulatable, you know, that you can tweak the meme and it sort of takes on a, a new meaning. So before you explain that meme, give us ex an example of like one of the most famous memes. I'd say like one of the most famous memes I referenced it, I think, in my riffing over your great uh, your, your great track that you laid down was the sarcastic Willy Wonka. So yes. it's a great picture yeah. of like Gene Wilder. Um, you know, with his hat, like kind of looking his hand on his chin, like looking up and he looks very sarcastic and it's like, oh, explain to me why this, 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 you know, like whenever you're just trying to be sarcastic to someone, you can put any sort of text over that. And it's the sarcastic Wonka, like, captures yep. that or whatever. Yeah, there's millions of those. Probably literally millions yes, of those. Yes, exactly. So, but the meme you've come to explain today is a bit different. It's, it's a lot different, Mike. Um, the meme that I want to explain, and uh, this is, I feel like, very au courant of the moment. The, like a meme, though, it can you know, a meme can disappear very quickly from public consciousness. But I wanted to make sure that I commented on this one because I think the people are talking about it. And the people want to know, how should they deal with this meme? And the meme is, of course, none other than Harambe. 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 What is that word? What is that meme? Explain away. I will. So Harambe is the name of a gorilla, a deceased gorilla. If you remember the story, I think it was at the end of May. It was at the Cincinnati Zoo in Cincinnati, Ohio. There was this lovely silverback gorilla who was tragically shot dead. Um, after a three-year-old child somehow found uh, his way down into the gorilla's enclosure and the gorilla was playing with the child and the zoo officials came in and what they did in order to rescue this child was they shot Harambe dead. Ow. That's bad news. Exactly. So you go, how does the tragic death of a gorilla become a meme? And what kind of meme has it become? And basically, I, I, I don't know how to explain this, but... Harambe has taken on this significance where it's just an ongoing joke. Like, you continue to invoke the name in whatever circumstances. For example, in presidential polling now, um, some of them even include, you know, it's like Donald Trump and, and Hillary Clinton and Jill Stein and Gary Johnson and Harambe <laughs> will be in. And Harambe is polling 2% um, in some of these polls. And so Harambe is just like this ongoing gag. And so you go, how does a tragic death become an ongoing gag and, and i have a few answers to that question mike um, uh let me hear them in reverse order all right that, my <laughs> my least favorite answer is that what i think is that um what happened after harambe died was that immediately to much to everyone's surprise they realized that many of the people they didn't they knew they didn't realize that these were experts on primate behavior and so you had people analyzing these like cell phone videos that were taken and saying the, the gorilla's just playing with the child like he's protecting it. He, you know, you didn't need to intervene in this way because all of a sudden they were like Jane Goodall, you know, sort of explaining like what was happening in that in that ape enclosure. Um, you also and also if I could, I'm yes, going to use interject. a word here that uh, is one of my favorite words, anthropomorphizing a creature, which yes. means to attribute human characteristics to a non-human or inanimate object. Yes. So this noble ape was like a protective parent. You know, that's what was happening. <laughs> and, and then also you see some other shots and like uh, these terrifying images of a gorilla, a 400-pound gorilla violently dragging a child around. Um, so we had... Uh, we had people who were amateur um, 
amateur primate experts emerging. We also saw there was on change.org, which is that White House thing where, you know, sort of supposed to inspire grassroots action. Mm -hmm. You had like hundreds of thousands of people signing a petition to basically, and it was called Justice for Harambe. And so you have hundreds of thousands of people basically who want to like throw the mother of this, uh, of this child, um, into jail, you know, perhaps for life because, um, because her child found his way into this, uh, into this enclosure. So there was just like tons of rage directed at this one person. And so what, what was seemed like, you know, a tragic accident, um, became this thing that was like the, the, the reaction to it seemed outsized to the circumstances. And so what was a tragedy became an absurdity by the scale that it was treated. And I think in our country uh, this summer particularly, like it's a tough year, you know, uh, it seems like the election is basically like literally, you know, the lesser of two evils is what people are looking at. Um, you know, there's all these police involved shootings. There's just this like icky taste in the mouth of our country right now. And uh, when people are like, you know what, what is something that like, we have all these things that we're mad about and, and a lot of them justifiably so. What's something that like people are really mad about that we probably shouldn't be so mad about? And in steps sort of the ghost of Harambe to be like, people, your perpetual outrage machine has reached the point of absurdity. Turn it down. It does seem to be that the internet is like a, um, a magnifying glass of rage that can be pointed at any particular thing at any given time. Uh, and if it's done through a meme... That's bad news. It is bad news. And so I think that what the Harambe meme is doing is, it's, is it is a genuine attempt to defang some of the vitriol and the rage that we're just constantly spewing out. Now, I mean, you can say that, that, you know, that the people who worked at the zoo and were closely involved with Harambe, like this is a real tragedy to them. They're, they're, very, they're very sad. But somehow this has just gotten swept up in, in our national consciousness because there is so much... Um, I think exhaustion over the the level of the constant level of outrage that we're feeling. So it's like a bit of that gallows humor. Like you've got to find a way to laugh to keep from crying um, in, in this day and age. You know, that is what our podcast does. I hope <laughs> it, it is, makes it, people laugh to keep them from crying. Yes. So and hopefully touches them with uh, new theme songs for explain that meme. It does. As well. And and in a fitting sense. I am wearing a, a Harambe themed meme t-shirt. He came to my right door now. wearing it, and it was everything I could do to lock the door and run inside. But instead, I let him in, and the result was he explained that meme. And did I, I explain the meme well? Like, well, that's what I'm going to ask our listeners to uh, to write in. Did Dave explain that meme properly? And he will be back next episode to try again. So uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on all of the platforms. Um, and also, my beef, uh, we could talk about that too. Yes. The smuggling of philosophical concepts. Be a pirate, don't be a smuggler. That's, that's, the, that's the theme of today's show. So thank you everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you found it educational, entertaining, informative. Anything else, Mike? In I'm still trying to think of days for a, su- a <laughs> soup, soup Sunday, <laughs> soup. simple soup Sunday. That's right. We used to have that at, uh, at a church I went to. Simple soup Sunday. Wow, how exciting, <laughs> how exciting is that? <laughs> all right. Well, that's unfortunately that's all we have for you. Thank you for joining us on Like Trees Walking. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. Bye bye. This is it. This is it. This is life.